And now, live from Pod Cabin in Burbank, California, it's the Allison Rosen is your new best friend show. Tonight, Allison welcomes your guests. She's a writer and producer and tugboat enthusiast. It's Renee Colvert. And he's a writer and OG Allison Rosen is your new best friend guest, which is a huge red flag if you ask me. It's Andrew Hunt. Chef Jeff is here to show you how to get cooler in this brutal heat wave by carefully launching yourself into the sun. I'm her husband, Daniel, saying hop on board the love bus and say hello to your new best friend, Allison Rosen. Hello, my little cinnamon crumb cakes. Welcome to another exciting episode of Allison Rosen is your new best friend. That particular carbohydrate was sent in on Patreon. Patreon. By Aaron Holum. Oh my God. Who was that drop? I must know. I loved that. Who's the beefiest guy that's been on the show in recent memory? Beefiest. Besides me? Besides Daniel. Gabrus. John Gabris. Patreon. Is that the one? Um, <laughs> Colt Cabana. Who is it? Colt oh, Cabana. Yes. Mm. By the way, for anyone who's been following wrestling news, and I am one of those people, I still yet to see a wrestling match, but now I am addicted to wrestling news, which is the weirdest thing. Colt Cabana <laughs> has just been in the news all over the place. I don't. Yeah. Where do where where do I go to talk with other people who also are do <laughs> are not are it's not uh, but no but I need specifically other people who don't follow wrestling but just follow wrestling I guess just Twitter um yeah it's it's crazy because uh it's another wrestling guy just really called him out I mean you oh. know what there's there's other places for this anyway. I feel bad for Colt Cabana, <laughs> except maybe it's good for him. I don't know. It's you mean one to of tell those. Tell me, there's th- drama in wrestling. <laughs> what? It's one of those things, right? It's that one of those things right. where I don't know if it's like actually good because there's so much attention and everyone's talking about it, or if like is it bad because it's toxic and um, cruel and kind of mean, or is it good because <laughs> everyone? I'm naive. I don't know. Let's get on That's with my show, which is not toxic and not mean. Anyway, welcome to another episode of Allison Rosen is your new best friend. Um, I am on Patreon, patreon.com slash Allison Rosen, all sorts of fun stuff. You can submit a carbohydrate and I will call you it. Bonus episodes of The Friend Zone. That is my Patreon podcast. I just put up another episode. It was yet another uh, very personal, very... Uh, vulnerable. I cried a tiny bit. Ask me anything. Thank you. Ask me anything episode. So it started out with some like, you know, uh, personal, uh, deep, dark stuff. And then I answered a lot of questions that people sent in. People sent in a lot of questions and I still had a couple pages of questions left at the end. So uh, don't worry though. I'm going to save them and I will get to the rest of them. So that is out there. There's a level where you can text me and I'll text you back. In fact, uh, I'm going to read a text that I got in just a moment. Um, and then there's live streams. There's other stuff. Uh, subscribe for a year, get two months for free, uh, or just do it month by month. Um, but anyway, uh, a text that I got, which uh, amused me greatly. And then I will uh, introduce the guests. Um, 
one of the ben- so this is from Aaron Holum, the one who uh, submitted the carbohydrate this week, cinnamon crumb cake says, one of the benefits of being an OG listener is thinking back to when all of your regular guests were first coming around. Every time Renee is on now, I remember how Daniel kept wanting to pronounce her last name as Colvert, not <laughs> not uh Colbert. <laughs> so for one intro, he made up some awesome mnemonic rhymes to help himself remember the right way to say it. Yeah, she's a real dole flirt. <laughs> Will never not crack me up. Do you remember this, Daniel? I mean, vaguely. Really, I do. I do not remember Absolute this, genius. but it's very Dole amusing. Flirt. Dole flirt. Yeah, it's now my vanity license plate. So I'm a little hurt that you don't remember because well, I'm driving around yeah. LA with this reference. All right, I would like to say hello to all of my guests. Hello and welcome back, Andrew Hunt. How's it going? It's going great. Thanks for having me back. It's a three-peat. A three-peat. It's my third time back. Oh, my God. You're in rare air. It's a three-peat. Although- It's a hat trick. The rare air. Be glad you're in rare (laughs) Toronto air because the rare Burbank air is suffocatingly warm. It's beautiful. It feels like back to school in Uh, Toronto today. It is back to school here. Yeah, that is very hurtful. Right. It's, it's it's a yeah it, a dig the likes of which I haven't had in a while. <laughs> Once yeah, I guess maybe my show is toxic. Renee Colbert, <laughs> Dol- with Dole Flair, welcome back. <laughs> so happy to be here, yeah. and Andrew, Andy, if if I may, uh, instantly yeah. Canadian. And how kind oh. you are. Do you get that all the time? Like it's, it's just like oh, uh, he's from a nice one. people from the states. Like if I go to a concert, people can tell I'm Canadian. Yeah. But not here. I mean, yeah, yeah. Canadians have their own rudeness, but it's a it's a little more subtle. I think. Yeah. <laughs> oh, sweet. yeah. What is it like? I love it. What's like subtle yeah, Canadian just, rudeness? It's just kind of like um, you'd say something like, "Oh, oh, you you drank ten beers last night. Oh, nice, nice. Oh my god, nice. <laughs> wow. Ouch. Three Ouch. nice. Sarcastic means not nice oh. in Canada." <laughs> But if you're like, oh, nice, then it's nice. But if you're like, nice, 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 (laughs) then it's, you know. The best. Oh, my God. We all have to get to Canada immediately. Then is someone like, wow, what a dick. Like if someone's like, nice, Uh, nice, nice. And someone's like, oh, what a dick. (laughs) It's kind of, well, I I hate to, to say Canada is like a hockey country because that's so cliche. But it's kind of like our rudeness is very... Whoa. <laughs> yeah. Hockey Night in Canada. Babe, if you please. Okay. That's it. It's a very familiar sound. Though I didn't grow up playing hockey because I was kind of poor and it cost a lot of money. But um, Wait, are we, you guys uh, hearing? Sorry. Yes. Sorry, I heard I a little fuzz. A little yeah. bit of static. I heard it earlier, talk. too. Okay. All right. <laughs> okay. But yeah, Canadians are the type who will, like, fight on the ice and then go for a drink after and be best buds. Oh, like they the most part. leave it all on the ice? Leave it on the ice, they say. Yeah. Mm. So then, leave it on the nice. Yeah, leave it on the nice. So then, if you don't play hockey, are you full <laughs> of rage? <laughs> eh. I I don't think so. You know, it's uh, basketball is a big sport here too. Uh, I don't know if it always was, but once the <laughs> Toronto Raptors became a team and Vince Carter mm. started dominating the league, basketball became a huge thing, and I played that because I had um. You know, I could afford shoes. 
<laughs> but I couldn't afford <laughs> skates and pads and sticks and pucks and, so and all that. I learned a little something about Canada and basketball today because I was a guest oh. on a Canadian podcast. And we'll okay. get into that in a moment. Let mm-hmm. me first say hello. Daniel, hello. Hi. How's it going? Uh, it's going well. Um, I used to go see ice hockey at the University of Arizona, and um, mm. I don't know anything about the sport. Uh, never really, I still don't know anything about the sport, but I do know that going to ice hockey games and getting really close to the ice, a lot of fun. Because yeah, you can it's do very some high impact. High fast. impact, you can trash talk and get rowdy, and uh, it's quite <laughs> cathartic. Uh, highly recommend. Is that why you went or did you see? Because I, this is where my brain went when you said I used to go at University of Arizona. I just assumed it was like a break from Arizona, the heat. I mean, it was that too. <laughs> but I mean, I, I think maybe, I okay. can't remember why I went the first time I went, um, but I can tell you why I went the second time. Tell me. <laughs> and it, was to, it was to yell obscenities <laughs> at uh, college kids. You were skating around. What was like a real <laughs> quants method obscenity back when you oh, were? And how know. old were you back then? I can't remember. I was you were a kid, school. right? <laughs> yeah, I was a kid. So just try to remember like what would. And uh, look at my ball. You, yeah, look at my ball. Oh, they can <laughs> suck my nuts. <laughs> you can eat a big old bag of dicks, eat a big old bag of dicks, eat a big old bag of dicks, eat a bag of dicks, eat a bag of, eat a bag of, eat a bag of dicks. Hey. <laughs> It was definitely uh it's pretty good. it was definitely variations of you suck. <laughs> so, sure. you know. Okay. Look at my balls sure. is a good way to sure. say that. Okay. Yeah. yeah. You got I there. should also point out for people <laughs> who are watching the video on Patreon and that's at the $5 level. Patreon. Both Andrew Hunt and I did the wavy pencil dance, the one that is mentioned in Ooh. the theme song, because Andrew Hunt song. and I go way back to when this existed as a Ustream show, wherein the wavy pencil dance was like a big deal, and everyone mm-hmm. who came on did it, and it's, you know, it's, it's a whole long story. There's videos <laughs> about it and whatnot. So this is a visual. Warmed my <laughs> that warmed my heart. Yeah. <laughs> so thank you, Andrew, for bringing that back. Of course. Jeff of course. Fox, hello. It's wonderful to see you. Hi, Allison. It's good to be here. Am I drinking out of a Philadelphia Flyers glass just to impress Andrew? Ooh, I don't know. Very do you nice. You very nice. I'm drinking out of a 311 Andrew? glass. Andrew, you impressed? Ooh. Oh, the band 311. Um, for the listener who might not understand why a Philadelphia Flyers cup would impress Andrew, because I certainly get it, but <laughs> I'll go ahead and just be the listener's advocate. Could could you go ahead and explain that? I get it, but I just you know I don't want them to feel dumb. I'd be, it's an ice, I'm, I'm impressed it's, because it's, I always loved that hockey team's logo. For your listeners who yeah. don't know, I'm Canadian, and uh, <laughs> oh wait, is it just, just in. is it just because it's about hockey? Yeah. Yeah, it's a, oh, hockey, okay. it's a hockey. I, team. I would assume. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're not going to let yeah, this go. This will be it, the entire. It's a hockey show. squad. They talk about it on the uh, wrestling drama forums. <laughs> it's it's one of my favorite <laughs> logos though because it was the easiest one to draw. As yeah, a kid. totally. Yeah, and I think that's what makes a good logo. Easy yeah. to draw. Although I wait, pop that back up, Jeff. P. What's this logo? Well, I've never heard a good 
what I love about it oh, is, that it, is easy it feels, to draw. No, they haven't really updated it okay. ever. Like yeah, I feel like it's right. one of those old school logos. It's just like this is what it is. Deal with it. Yeah, no, you can't change it. People lose their minds. <laughs> yeah. Plus the flyers. What are, what, do the flyers have gritty? Gritty. Do. Yes. yes, he's the best the, mascot. The funny thing about gritty was for for non sportsies is gritty was this mascot that they came up with for the flyers and he's this kind of like crazy shaggy muppet and he, he just looks looking. like a walking acid yeah he looks like he's on an acid trip so i think they were trying to go for like a philly fanatic type yeah. thing which is the baseball team and when he came out everybody said what on earth is this this is insane <laughs> this is the stupidest thing i've ever saw but as a philadelphian and Philadelphians thought he was stupid too. And I knew <laughs> that the second that anyone from New York or Pittsburgh said that's yeah, stupid, yeah, they love it. He would become yeah. their guy. And that exactly happened. Uh-huh. You know, someone outside of Philadelphia said, What's this gritty man? He's stupid. And people said, Hey man, don't mess with yeah. gritty. And now he's I fucking now everybody loves him. He's great. He's really awesome. fun. Um Okay, so today I was a guest. There's a podcast called Blocked Party, uh, and typically mm. they the, the two guys who host it are from Vancouver. They're really funny, and I've been a guest before. And they do you come on and you talk about like getting blocked by someone on social media, and then also a lot oh. of stuff. And then on they do these Patreon bonus episodes. That's what I was a guest on today, where they teach you about something Canadian, uh, and then at the end they give you a quiz. So for someone lazy like me, it was delightful because I can just come on and learn and then do a quiz. And they taught me about Canadian Heritage Minutes. Oh, yeah. Which does anyone here know what they are besides Andrew? Okay. No, and I did not either. Uh, Andrew, would you like to explain what these are? Yeah, well, they're basically these short commercials where we show off a piece of Canadian history and it always ends with a nice shot of a pond and it says a heritage moment. So, for example, (laughs) Canada was invented or sorry, (laughs) basketball, (laughs) basketball was invented (laughs) in Canada uh, by James Naismith, Mm -hmm. who I don't know if he was Canadian, but he invented it here. No, Well, or it's the other way around. Yeah, he's Canadian, but he invented it like in somewhere in the States. Yeah. Yeah. So what I learned is that actually they play pretty fast and loose with the Canadian connection. Like Winnie the Pooh, (laughs) Winnie the Pooh, (laughs) all British, but actually the bear is named Winnie, uh, short for Winnipeg. Oh, and A.A. Milne's son uh, wanted, wanted, like had, like loved this bear, Winnie. And so that's where the name, but it was this. (laughs) Yeah. So anyway, um, yeah. So I learned about these and then I took a quiz at the end and yeah, it was very fun. So now I've learned all sorts Mm -hmm. of little things. Um, but, uh, you know, when the last time you were on, we talked about mauve mauve Mm -hmm. and there's another one came up today. Oh, how do you say the word D E C A L? A decal. Oh, this is even a third way Ooh. to pronounce a, it. A decal. A, Interesting. A decal. He has okay. a, a decal of Calvin and Hobbes. That's what you mean, right? Yeah. Like decal. I would say decal. Okay. Renee, how do you say it? Okay. Jeff, how do you say decal. it? Decal. Decal. Daniel? Uh, same. Decal. Okay. And I say decal. However, the guys on the show say decal. 
And Declan. Wow. our kids, our kids That's babysitter. No, but our kids babysitter who's from Canada said it this. So this is what's weird okay. because how frequently That's do you hear Declan. the word decal? I like maybe <laughs> twice in a lifetime. Um, yeah. This morning she <laughs> said it and she said, wow. She said decal. So this is the second <laughs> time today. Decal. Yeah. So lots of decal. Lots of decal today. It's one of those words I avoid mm. saying because I, I, I'm realizing now for the first time in my life, I don't know how to say it. Well, I, I don't think I've ever heard it aloud. No, I think you decal. said it right. Um, I like it. I think very, very fancy. You, I think, decal. I think, according to where you're from, you're supposed to say decal, but I don't want you to. Oh yeah, decal. Decal. No, I mean, and, I, and how, how do you? How do we say, y'all say it? Decal? We say decal. Decal. I'm going to say decal. I'm working on my green card. Okay. To go to the states, so it's decal now. Decal. Yeah. Decal now. Okay. Love it. Join us in decal land. Good life motto. So so strange. Decal. Decal. But like, when does one even say it? Because I guess the the host of the show was saying that he had a decal made. I can't even say it. I cannot even say it. Anyway. All right. Let's do a quick little yes, please, or oh, please. Now, let me remind everyone how this segment works. This Mm -hmm. is where we talk about highly controversial things. People have gotten canceled for less. We're not looking for... I don't want you to pussyfoot around something. I want you to just say how you feel. And if someone can't handle your truth, <laughs> then they don't deserve to be around you. That's right. Is it yes, please, give me some of that. Oh, oh, please, that's much crap. This was suggested by a listener who tweeted it to me, and I said that they wanted to know how I felt. And I said, that is a great recommendation for the show. And here it is. This is, this is the thing. This is the subject that's going to get you fired from your job. Blue cheese. (laughs) Oh, boy. Okay. Oh, yeah. All right. Does anyone... And I'm prepared to die on this hill. That is a... Oh, please. Really? What are you doing? Just before it even gets to the taste Mm. buds, smell it. What are you doing? Absolutely not. Far, far... You keep it far away. They gave you every indication that you shouldn't eat it based off aroma alone. I... I don't understand why people are doing it, and it has the potential mm. to ruin a salad mm. for moi. I, I can't do it. I can't, yeah, if I say uh, no blue cheese, please, and blue cheese goes on there, then we're going to oh, have really? to order a new salad. Now, I will not let them know they messed up. <laughs> that is very Canadian of me. I'll just be like, oh, you know what? I, I wanted to go if I could. Uh, but it's that's a, that's a I won't wow. eat it type of boundary. Mm. Okay. All right. So I feel we started off strong. Thank you. Thank you. Good job. Thank you. Solid. I appreciate it. Andrew? Thank you. I, I feel the opposite. I, oh my goodness, Uh-oh. blue cheese, but in small doses. Like if I have a whole pizza, I want maybe five little dots of blue cheese. On your pizza? Oh my goodness. Wow. On everything. <laughs> wow. Pizza, salad, burgers. There's a blue cheese burger oh, yeah. in my neighborhood, I, uh, a place called Hero Burger. They do a, a blue cheese burger. It's amazing, but I just need little dabs of it. I can't have too much. Or th- there's a blue cheese threshold, mm-hmm. and once it crosses it, it's like eggs in that uh, eggs are good in small doses, but once I have too many, 
You'll throw up on a they, date. They're vomit inducing. It's yes, and I will throw up on a date, <laughs> which is, uh, yes. <laughs> the yeah. oldest wife still. Yeah. You heard it. We all know. But yeah. Blue cheese. Yes, please. Right. Okay. Daniel? <laughs> well, uh, I didn't try blue cheese for a long time because of the smell. I refused. And <laughs> then at some point in my late 20s, maybe early 30s, I set it up fine. And the the di- discrepancy between how it smells and how it tastes w- was really crazy to me. Like I was like, it's <laughs> repulsive the way it smells, but then you taste it and it's pretty yummy. And so I'm usually not drawn to it, but when I eat it, I enjoy it. The um, The burger thing is great. It's great on a salad. Uh, there was something they used to sell at Whole Foods, which was a blue Gouda, which mm-hmm. was amazing. Um, but I haven't been able to find it for years. So <laughs> that's, yeah. But I, I'm not usually, dry. the thing that I, I have no tolerance for is the goat cheese. Mm. Oh, the goat is that is that the most outrageous right. cheese? I don't know if it's the most outrageous, the but it's like I have. You can't handle tr- his cheese. I have tried to like goat cheese. <laughs> I've pretended to like goat cheese because every fancy restaurant you go to, it's always like, oh, it's got goat on it. And it's like, oh, fancy. And then and then I'm like, I don't, but I don't like this. I, I guess. And then um, I just I just I just said, you know what? I'm in my 40s. I can just declare that I don't like a fucking thing. I don't like mm-hmm. goat. You don't have to. Yeah. Like but it. I like feta. Okay. But anyway. Uh, all right. Let's keep yeah, going. Let's go all through the all of them. Which cheeses do you like? Uh, I don't know. Have you ever heard of kazu marzu? I don't it's know. a cheese with maggots on it. Oh. What? And it's a delicacy. Oh, no. It's oh, a delicacy. Wow. I've never had it. All... Oh, no. You eat the maggots? maggots or alive? I I believe you eat them. I I I don't know if they're dead or alive. Oh. They uh but it it's a, it I th- I think it's illegal in some countries. Uh but it's yeah. I wonder why. It's a delicacy. Yeah, it's it- called kazu marzu, I believe. And uh yeah. I I mean, I love my bitter cheeses, so maybe I'll try it and I'll let you know how it Oh tastes. yeah, Wait. you should. A moment. How do you know that the maggots would make it bitter? <laughs> they might make it sweet mm. or nutty. Oh, they might. Because people are always saying. They're probably nutty. They're pretty, I can't. <laughs> this is tough. This is tough. Listeners oh, who are eating this over lunch. Oh, yeah. I should have. I'm so sorry. There is a. There, I'm having to dip into my reserves to finish this sentence. Yes. Cheese, and I won't go into detail, but cheese is one of those things where you can explore the darker regions of cheese and shit gets weird. Okay, it gets Wait, weird. Wait, is this it's like a dark web even. kind of thing? Da- yeah, by the way, dark Daniel will not tell me, and I don't need any listeners to tell me either. Daniel will not tell me what goes on on the dark web, but he's yeah, just like- let me know that I couldn't handle it. And this kind of like <laughs> situation, it just invites me to want right. to guess what is it that happens? But I know that I'm like easily upset enough that if I guess, it's just like any bad thing you can imagine, it's there involving mm. children and animals. And so it's just like, cheese. oh my God. And, che- and now cheese. Now cheese. What is it like? I just Googled it and they are alive. Oh. Live insect oh larvae. Okay. But 
Because if they were dead, if they were dead, it would be unsanitary. (laughs) And yeah, and distasteful. Fair point. Yeah. What countries is it legal in versus what ones is it legal? Yeah, who's doing this? Who's doing this? I'm not sure. Kazu yeah. Marzu. Some really bored or really hungry people. <laughs> this the the origin of this cannot be a chef experimenting. It's it can't. <laughs> it's gotta be I brought it out, I lifted up the, the thing, and, oh there's maggots yeah. on it, and on your feet For you gotta sure. think, oh, this is a delicacy. Yeah. There's no Did way to definitely serve it to dinner guests at unchopped or something. I yeah. meant to do that. Right. It's right. called Kazu Marzu. Okay. Well, it feels like a made up name. The Mars. Yeah. Right. <laughs> well, he was thinking on his feet. He did the best he could with what like he Chef had. Kazu, I'm, I'm go Chef hard, Marzu. I'm going to go hard no on the <sighs> Kazu Shmazu. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I think we all should. Yeah. I, I mean, do we want to turn it into a, a fear factor revisited? How much would it take Kazu to Marzu? get you to eat that? What, what's the price tag on that? Who are you asking? Uh, three bites. Three bites oh and you God. have to swallow. All of them, uh, the the team, the, the 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 whole group. How much? I would. I mean, have three bites of maggots for a million dollars. Yeah, right. I get you a house. Yeah, yeah, same. Yeah, I would, for sure. I think that's yeah. fine. High six and figures. Therapy for me. to EDM <laughs> it out. Yeah. Um. Oh wait. So Jeff, where are you with blue cheese though? <laughs> I'm gonna say yes, please. It's it's really good on a burger, and it's good in measured doses on other things but i don't like blue cheese dressing it's just too much mm. it's too creamy good call uh but a little bit here and there is fine but on on meats and burgers and things like that it's excellent so i'm gonna i'll do a yes please mm-hmm. although you know I, I i have to take renee's point that it really is warning you off mm-hmm. of it i mean it smells really <laughs> weird and what where is that color coming from most it's, it's nature's yeah it's nature's way of saying don't eat right this. Maybe steer clear. You know, it's interesting. I really, I'm really a hypocrite because my whole thing is like, we, we got to take a strong stance, but I am a yes, please. But there are circumstances where I don't want it. Like oftentimes when we go to visit my parents, my mom will put out a cheese plate. And Mm, if she puts out like a hunk of, is it Daniel? Is it, does she, she doesn't put, it's not like a hunk of blue cheese. It's I don't no. know. It's it, it's like brie, but it's blue. The I don't know if it's Saga, cheese, Saga, Saga blue. Or I don't know what there's it is. So many variations of everything. No, so I it's like talking. it's like a gargonzola or something. I, yeah, it's like a wedge of blue cheese, and I never want to have that. Mm. I never want to put. I never want to smear blue cheese on a cracker or anything like that. Mm. But I'm okay with blue yeah. cheese, a little bit of blue cheese in a salad or something like that. I actually like that. Um, so in things I do like blue cheese. So I so so like since everyone's talking about in measured doses, um, yes, I am a yes please. I don't think I would want it on a pizza though, and I don't want maggots anywhere near my cheese. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. strong stance. Okay, right. and and the fact that the new food source that we're working towards is insects makes me think like I'm glad that I'm not hopefully not going to be around when that is a necessity right that's happening right, after if, us if, right if insects are so chicken yeah if insects if insects are what is chicken now then maggots will be what eggs are i guess you're right, right? Oof. doesn't oof, that oof, follow oof. yeah okay. yeah 
Yeah, yeah. In a disgusting way. Right. You did the evolution Thank right. You. you didn't. It didn't but sound see, more palatable. No. And, and this is a callback because I think Renee thought we were joking, but we were being serious. Andrew did eat a fancy poutine on a date called mm-hmm. Mother and Baby Poutine, which had chicken and eggs, and then he did throw up. <laughs> So yeah, it was called Mama Chicken, Baby Chicken oh, yes. poutine, right. and it it made me sick. <laughs> there was eggs on it and chicken. Yeah. So never was, have yeah, that's so right never have like that, I think cockroach. What did you just say, Jeff? Never have maggots and and cockroaches or whatever. We've just the- lost so many listeners. Yeah, baby, <laughs> baby <laughs> maggots, mama. Uh, come back, come back. Let's tell. Let's tell. Um, a cute story. I don't know. Renee, Phil, I feel like it's been so long since we've seen you. I feel like you've dropped out of the I public know. eye. This is your, I'm bringing you back in. Because you've been like behind the mic. I mean, not behind the mic. You've been behind not the behind scenes. the mic. You've been behind the scenes. Fill us in. Tell us what you've been doing. Right. Produce it. Well, Alice, I got to tell you, I am accidentally on TikTok. What? I pulled myself what? back in. Have you guys I mean, done this to no. yourself? I know. Well, and I'll... I'll explain why. So, uh, so yes, Andy, I, um, I used to be like a, a podcast host and then I got into producing and then I got into writing. And I was like, God, I love it back here. This is great. But then I was watching all of, um, the, cause you know, like the streamer wars that are happening and like entire departments are getting slashed mm. left and right. And it's just, a, it's a nightmare. But every single one of the streamers is keeping their TikTok mm. department. It's insane. How, uh, how much I was like, oh, I got to figure out what's going on there. So I went in trying to figure out what's happening. And then I saw how oh, fun yeah. it is. Oh, man, you're just telling stories. I have zero <laughs> followers, but I am talking to myself like it is the highlight of my day. You. It is and I'm sure that like mm-hmm. if you sure don't, you most certainly do not need to. But it's so interesting to like figure out the mm. algorithm of like what happens, what they like, what they don't like, how it ebbs and flows. It just is. And I, I, th- I mean, I don't know, talk to me in like a week and I'll be like, I changed my mind. But I don't know, man. I think it's, I think of these social media platforms, TikTok has obviously the uh, the most money, but also like the most potential mm-hmm. to do true hmm. good. Like you can yeah. learn so much. You can, uh, everybody's mm-hmm. out there helping each other. Yeah. I mean, you can get on the wrong side of things, but I yeah. love it. <laughs> it's great. TikTok's wonderful. Let's all go into TikTok. Also, because it's all these little 20-year-olds. And I know that as soon as the oldies <laughs> come in, then the 20s oh, yeah. will leave. But we're going to have at least a year where we can be on there. So let's, Allison, let's get you that <laughs> Let's money. do it. I mean, I'm on there. I just money. don't, I don't, um, it, TikTok <laughs> requires real creativity and I don't have it in me. So I'm on there. I just don't do very You're, much. It doesn't though i'm telling you though it does like if you can just be an engaging storyteller that's all (laughs) exactly i'm telling you i think it's it's just Mm -hmm. consistency and then and then engaging like i mean there's plenty of people who like you need the jump cuts and you need the thing or you need the jokes or you need the education but it your niche Mm -hmm. will find you i gotta make some i'm loving it i'm having the best time over uh andrew how now andrew (laughs) is a a viral content creator. And when we last talked to him, he had just had a quite a TikTok victory. How's it going? It's good. The, uh, the numbers have slowed down though. I, last time I was on your show, I was the internet's darling. Yeah. This time I'm, I'm a nobody. (laughs) I, uh, I haven't uploaded since that video went viral. Uh, so when I was on your show, I think it was at 3.5 million views and it, 
capped off around 5.3 million Gee views. Gee whiz. And then, uh, yeah. So it's, I'm going to, I'm going to ride on that for the next couple of years. Every show I apply to be a writer on, I'm just going to say 5 million views on TikTok. And I'm just going to milk it for everything it's worth. Maybe upload a few more, nice. but it's, uh, yeah, the views have slowed down. So I think it's TikTok's way of telling me, put some more stuff up there. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We, uh, we, just real quick, can we review what the video was yeah, about? Yeah. I mean, it's I'll go a, watch it. To keep it short, it's, um, it, I basically pointed out that, have you seen the movie Ad Astra with Brad Pitt? Well, in the movie, no. it, well, it's Brad Pitt. He plays a rocket scientist. And he has a car at one point in the movie. And I point out that those are the three things that don't impress Shania Twain much. (laughs) I don't know if you know that song. That don't impress me much. Yeah. No, that deserves 5 million views. That deserves 5 million views. That's very uh, funny. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, it it sort of went viral as a tweet. So I was like, maybe I'll use this as one of my first TikToks. And it kind of just... Smart. I played the, um, the hashtag game. I think hashtags are a huge way to hit the audience you want to hit. And uh, she had just released a uh, documentary that week and Brad Pitt dropped a movie that week. So I think the algorithm just picked up on it and it kind of just took off. That's also, it's a really funny concept. (laughs) Like, that's funny. I think that's the other thing I like about TikTok is, of course, there's some some dum-dums you're like we're, we're all watching that but for the most part like right. they watch the good stuff i feel like it's a mm-hmm. it's a good audience they, there's lots of great good. diversity on there too and i wish tv networks would just spend a day g- scrolling through because you see people who have such amazing stories and amazing lives and it's like why are we not seeing these people in our tv shows mm-hmm. it's uh, like people um i like i i i watched this one tiktoker who uh she was next to a volcano when it erupted and got all these injuries from it. And she just teaches people about uh, life after that. And it's so such an amazing story. And, you know, thanks to TikTok, we get to hear those stories that it's incredible, you know, you don't see on TV. So Andrew, what have you been up to since we last talked to you? Well, I, ha- I have an interview tomorrow for a show running gig. Oh, cool. So I'm a little nervous for that. But uh, in the meantime, I've just been doing uh, described video writing. I like to do that between jobs to sort of uh, keep the paychecks coming in until my next show takes off. So today I've been working on Made in Manhattan, the J-Lo movie, Mm -hmm. just writing described video for that. What is described video? Uh, It's for people who are either blind or uh, can only see partially. Mm -hmm. Uh, and you, it, it's like subtitles, but uh, for people who can't see well mm-hmm. or at all. So, for example, it would say, you know, Alison Rosen sits at her desk with a mic in front of her face. You know, I just like sat that. up. So I just sat up more yeah. straight when you did that. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, so like, yeah, so it's, <laughs> yeah. Alison Rosen yeah. sits up straight at her desk. So, how <laughs> frequently do you do it? At, like so that's yeah like as you're okay, watching well, the movie how frequently do you write a new description it's always between dialogue so that it gets tough sometimes because sometimes a visual gag will be happening like in an episode of everybody loves raymond deborah is on the phone talking and she throws out one of raymond's muhammad ali autographs mm-hmm. and you want to explain that to the audience but she's talking the whole time, so you can't. Uh-huh. So it's you, you have to wait for those little breaks 
in conversation. And it's, uh, you know, it, it's just a part time thing because I like to keep myself free between TV shows. Right. Uh, and I like to keep that writing muscle active, I guess. That's interesting. How did you get into that? I just saw an ad for it on LinkedIn and I was I was keeping myself free because a show I was working on was green lit, but it wasn't uh we didn't know when production was going to start, so I just needed to to do something and I I just thought, you know, that would be super fun. Mm-hmm. So I just you know, at the end of the workday I've watched like five episodes of Avengers Assemble or Frasier mm-hmm. or Today Made in Manhattan, which I love a rom-com, so I, I I love working on it, but yeah. Well, that's cool. I, yeah, that's awesome. We'll see how that job interview goes tomorrow. It's for like a VR TV show thing, like they do stuff oh, with neat. the Transformers and stuff. So I'm excited for that. Oh, oh thanks. it'll go good. <laughs> Woo! Woo! Well, what is a VR? What is the a audience VR agrees. show? What does that mean? Uh, so they. Did you ever watch Nick Arcade in the nineties? Yes. It was I did not. The kids would play arcade games, oh. and then at the end of the show, they would go in a game, in a Ooh. video game. So it's kind of some of their shows are like the modern version of that. So they've got like these VR headsets on these kids, and these kids go through these uh, VR. Uh, what would you call them? Like um, Temple of Doom style places where things are attacking them and so they they combine new technology with kids game shows things but like it's not that. vr for the audience then it's vr within the yeah so i think they do both i think they they produce vr content but i think this they said it's a show running gig so i i think it might be more like a television series huh. so Interesting. yeah thanks <laughs> if it does go well or, you know, even if it doesn't, I just think you might want to consider life insurance. Look, we pay hundreds of dollars per year to protect our homes, our cars, and even our phones. But too many of us aren't taking steps to protect our family's finances. Mortgage payments, private student loans, and other types of debt don't just disappear if something happens to you. A life insurance policy can provide your loved ones with a financial cushion they can use to cover those costs. And it can provide you with peace of mind that even in a worst case scenario, they'll be protected. Policy Genius is an insurance marketplace that makes it easy to compare quotes from top companies like AIG and Prudential in one place to find your lowest price on life insurance. You could save 50% or more on life insurance by comparing quotes with Policy Genius. Options start at just $17 per month for $500,000 of coverage. Just click the link in the description or head to policygenius.com to get personalized quotes in minutes and find the right policy for your needs. The licensed agents at Policy Genius work for you, not the insurance companies. They're on hand through the entire process to help you understand your options so you can make decisions with confidence. Policy Genius doesn't add on extra fees. Your personal info is private. Policy Genius doesn't sell your details to third parties. Policy Genius has thousands of five-star reviews across Google and Trustpilot. Policy Genius has options that offer coverage in as little as a week and avoid unnecessary medical exams. Policy Genius has helped over 30 million people shop for insurance and place over $150 billion in coverage. Head to policygenius.com to get your free life insurance quotes and see how much you could save. Again, that's policygenius.com to get your free life insurance quotes and see how much you could save. 
Okay. So um, I want to tell you guys about this salesperson that Daniel and I dealt with and actually ended up buying. So we are converting to solar, which feels like a, a leap of faith, basically, because like, Essentially, someone comes, we, we found him, we found this guy through a friend, but basically it's like someone comes door to door and then sells you on something and you at the end have like nothing in hand. And then you're like, well, I hope we see this person again. And I hope this happens. Like, it feels like, did we just get like conned in the biggest <laughs> way? Is this the most gigantic swindle? Even though it isn't, but I don't know why. I don't know why it feels like the biggest leap of faith. I think because like my, I'm still wrapping my brain around like, what is it that's happening? And I, I just don't exactly understand it, even though like I know that it's a good thing to do. But it's like a lot of math and a lot of kilowatts. And I just, I don't even know that I understand electricity to begin with, nor do I think you really need to. But um, anyway, so, and Daniel, uh, I said to Daniel, can we talk about this guy? And Daniel's like, yes, but I don't think we should say anything bad about him. And I'm not, I hope none of this sounds bad, but (laughs) this guy was like the, I think by the end of it, I'll be like, is what I'm describing the best salesperson I've ever encountered? Or am I describing something else? I think that I, I think we encountered possibly like, the best salesperson I've ever encountered. So this is someone that, so I was like, I don't want to deal with this. So Daniel had dealt with him before. And then because I'm like a kind of a skeptical person when it comes to salesy things, I had like, you know, a thousand questions via Daniel. Cause I was like, okay, who's the, you know, this schmo that has these answers that I feel like aren't really giving us answers. And it's just, you know, a dime, blah, 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 blah. But then, so when we were like getting ready to actually like make the decision to go with them, he came to the house and the second I laid eyes on him, I was like, oh, I have a good feeling about him. So there's like the first indication that he's like Mr. Sales. Um, but I just was like, I get a trustworthy, good vibe from him. And the more we talked to him, the more I was like, there's just something about him. Like, I just feel he's just so like, I don't know. He's He doesn't have like a greasy salesperson vibe. I don't feel like he's pressuring us. And it was the weirdest thing because I was like, but then the more he talked to us, the more I'm like, but I, he also seems like the kind of guy where it's like, it turns out he's also like, he's already married to my sister and he's insinuated himself into <laughs> our life. <laughs> so that's the part where i'm like is is that a sign of a good salesman or is that like i don't know the fact that i'm like he's so good that i could see it like turning out that like i open up my yearbook and i'm like it turns out that like how how is it that he lived on my hall i don't think i realized that like i don't know there was something about him where it's like he was like I haven't seen the talented Mr. Ripley, but I think it's, he was that kind of guy. (laughs) It was so, it was so stunning. And then he was saying that his dad told him, um, that like you could sell dirt. And I was thinking, well, that part I wouldn't include. I wouldn't (laughs) announce that. Daniel, what do you think? Yeah. Um, I think it's one of those things where, um, the best salespeople are people that don't feel like they're so, like. It's kind of like 
I don't know. It's like plastic surgery when people say, I don't like plastic surgery or it looks fake. It's like, yeah, bad plastic surgery looks fake. You don't know when you're looking at good plastic surgery. It's like, yeah, everyone hates a bad salesman. (laughs) But uh, a good salesman, what makes them good is that they don't feel, you don't, they make you feel like you're not being sold to and they'll put you off guard. Um, And that's kind of what he, he had this like, he's a young guy. And he had this kind of aw shucks sort of he almost he looked like Richie Cunningham or something, you know, like it had this kind of like, you know, and he was like and they're dressed like they're dressed like Boy Scouts. They look like Eagle Scouts, like, you you know, but they're supposed to. He told me at the end, he's like these they're these brown, light brown outfits. And it's like they go part of their job is to go door to door. And he's like. They're deliberately looking like UPS drivers so that people will be mm-hmm. more willing to open the door thinking it might be a package. Oh, oh that's so shady. Yeah. All right, um, so we're starting off with a con. But. Well, the company, <laughs> you know, the company has sales tactics that like, I think it, it depends wildly whether you like your, whether you like this company or not is going to depend on the salesperson. Uh, hmm. you know, and so you'll see like a lot of ratings, but this is what I found with all the solar places. Cause I was like, Oh, I don't know. And then I looked at a whole bunch of other salt and they all get it's a it's a it can be a bit of a racket. Like it's mm. there's a gold rush happening and anytime there's like a gold rush, you're just gonna get a lot of uh scams and stuff. Sure. sure. Mm-hmm. Um so you gotta be wary, but uh he you know, and he would he would like I did some research on what to watch out for and he kind of steered us away from the things that would be like red flag. So I kind of trusted hmm. that he was being honest with us. Yeah. Um, but that could be part of the sales. Th- <laughs> you know, maybe? Like, I don't maybe? trust him. Yeah. I don't I think, trust him. Yeah. I mean, he's too trustworthy. That's the most suspicious thing. Well, I know. Kind of. <laughs> I know. Kind of. That's what I'm saying. It was like one of those things where you're like, you. thank you for conning me. I enjoyed the experience. <laughs> the, the thing about him that was the most red flaggy. Oh, see, you're going to say it. Say well, it, I'll say this, say but it. I don't think this is negative. Super into crypto. Super duper. Oh. Like, okay. really oh. into crypto. And so he was telling us all about, like... He's going to a crypto conference. He's going to a crypto okay. Con. okay. But the thing like, is, it came lit off... Lit up when he talked... Because then I was asking him about, like, what goes on at these crypto conferences? And he, like... Yeah. I mean, they, I mean, he went off script He's like, was so excited. He's, early like, 20s. Up. I don't know. Like he, he hmm. just he just came off to me as like, oh, he's a young guy and he's excited about these future technologies and yeah. you know. I don't think that I makes him know. suspicious as a salesperson, though. I just think that makes him suspicious as a human. Well, being. right out of the gate, look, if you're selling me <laughs> solar and you're into crypto, I'm like, wait a minute, like crypto <laughs> is part of the problem. You sure. know, all this crypto mining uh, is right. part of an environment. Oh, yeah. So what's that discrepancy? But he was like, no, no, I question about that. He's like, no, no, I'm into Ethereum and. And then my mind, whatever he said after that was, I don't know. He said some stuff after that about it. I don't know. But he's, no, he's actually not into Ethereum is better. I don't know. He's not into Ethereum. He's into, and then, well, it's like a subset of Ethereum. And then, no, your brain shut down. And then that meme of that woman with the math equations going in. I was like, like, I was just like, I don't know what you're talking about, bro. He explained, it's like some offshoot of ethereum yeah, it's I like something solution something like, something and then care. there's gassing like, and this like, and this care. yeah i, yeah, I can't i, I, I won't it be got able confusing to, to me up. too but i know he made a bunch okay. of money selling nfts and stuff like he was very excited so <laughs> okay. i don't know hey, i know whatever. that we have listeners who are into crypto uh, 
I actually know that because I know some of them and I like them. So, you know. I don't have a problem with anybody being into crypto just as long as they understand that it's a, a speculative asset and it's not a currency. Don't tell me on that shit. I don't want to hear about it. But <laughs> go ahead, trade your beanie babies. I don't fucking care. <laughs> like, do whatever. It's fine. But it's not going to be replacing the dollar. So, okay. you know, let's do you see, know what's inside see. beanie babies? Crypto. Beans? Beans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, little tiny like little plastic. Actually, I don't know if it's actual Beanie Babies, but uh, maggots. Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> Kuz- Kuzu Mazus, <laughs> Mazu Kuzus. What is it? Kuzu Marzu? Uh, Kazu Marzu. Marzu. Kazu Marzu. Kazu Marzu. Okay. I was finding these little like silicone beads everywhere one time, and I'm like, what mm. is going on? And it's because. We had received a couple little beanie babies, or they were imitation Wendy beanie Chita. babies. Yes, mm, and Wendy right. had like, n- but in a subtle mm. way, uh, uh, nipped at them, and they, right. they opened up. I guess it kind of makes sense. Mm. Really, Beans. it's in the title. I know yeah. it, it's right there for you. <laughs> yes. Wait, I'm so curious about, and maybe you can't put your thumb on it, but what made him a good salesperson? Like, what were you guys like? Yep, I'm in. Is it uh, just authenticity? Yeah. What did he do? It's a good question. He, um, yeah, it's, it is a good well, question. He is good. Okay. It is a good question. Um, do you remember him hypnotizing you at any point? Well, I can tell you what to me makes for a bad yeah. salesperson. I'll take that. Yeah. We'll we'll do process. Of I have dealt with people like this. Like, and by like this, I mean like someone who comes to your house to sell you something. Sure. Where I feel like there's this pushy, uninformed quality. Yeah. Where I've done my own research, and if I ask them a question, I feel like they can't answer it well, but they're going, like, they have this sense about them of, like, I'm going to make the sale, and they also can't answer my question. And and that I find to be very frustrating. Yeah. Um, That, like, they're going to run roughshod over me like that's the vibe i get from them yeah. is they're gonna right. like steamroll me but also i can feel that they i'm gonna say i've I, i'm saying the same thing over and over again i hate no. when i do that um like <laughs> yes i feel i feel i've already i've made this point i'm going to move myself on to the next point yeah um so I didn't get that sense from him. Like, I, I don't know. Honestly, I think it was just a personality vibe thing. I instantly, yeah. like, he he was, like, a pretty um, chill, kind of, like, non-alpha, non-aggressive guy. Yeah. He just seemed to be almost like a, I wouldn't say meek. But no, he was. But he was sincere. He, he was, was like a. E- he was a little bit on the, geek, the geeky side, he, right? So I didn't he, feel like I didn't feel like oh god, this guy is gonna like try to push me into doing it, something. Part of it is that he's selling something that kind of sells itself. Yeah. Like he yeah. we mm-hmm. he wasn't coming in here trying to sell us something we didn't want. We wanted solar. Like right. We called yeah. it. We reached out to him to see. Um, yeah, right. and it's an obvious good, and there's nothing. Like there might be some shady things in the industry that mm-hmm. you know have to do with you know I don't know like th- whatever, but for for what he was selling, like 
he was selling a good product that you want. Like there wasn't, and he a, seemed smart and informed to, as well. This smart, recipe, informed, and not pushy. That no. I was taught in sales because back when I was a personal trainer and we had to sell mm-hmm. sessions, uh, they say that the only the only thing you have to do to like be a good salesperson is one, know what you're talking about, and two, make your only intention service. How yeah. can I help you? Hmm. How can I make yeah. your life better? And it can't be fake. Like it has yeah. to genuinely right. be. Right. I can see you're miserable this might be the answer. <laughs> right, right. Uh, and so maybe, I mean, I think maybe you picked up on his authenticity of like, yeah. this could help. And we yeah. would challenge him and he would answer in ways that were not steering us towards the thing that would make him more money. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. like yeah. I went in thinking I wanted certain things that would have made him more money and right. he actually talked me out of those things. Smart, hmm. yeah. You know, and it's like, you could say, well, that's a tactic, but like, well, yeah, but in the end, he had, he made less money. So whatever the tactic yeah. is, it's, I guess, maybe if his long game, like if the long game is to get me to recommend him to other people and he makes more money, than, well, that's fine, though. Yeah, yeah. That, because it's like if the game is to be do better so that you get recommended, then you're doing better. So I don't <laughs> yeah. know. Interesting. Um, yeah. Mm. Cool. I like that. I don't I don't like a pushy salesman. No, like I, I, I won't buy something I really want. If the person selling it to me is yeah. like aggressive, I always I think of a good salesman like a good mosquito. It's like <laughs> congratulations on being good at what you do, but I don't like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. It's uh, I, I don't want to get bit. No. Now, do you congratulate the mosquitoes generally, or is it just you're saying <laughs> it's a, a Canadian con- thing? You thank the mosquito <laughs> mm-hmm. for paying you for a visit. Me. By the way, yeah. mosquitoes. Never had mosquitoes here in LA ever, ever, ever. Yeah, and then within the last few years, and now it's like crazy mosquito problems. Mosquito City, it's the worst. Yeah, Uh it is Mosquito City. It is Mosquito City, and I read that apparently what happened is they came over uh, on some sort of Chinese shipping container, like they were imported. Oh no! So now Mm -hmm. I guess I support Trump or something (laughs) because he's going to get rid of. It's going to build a wall. Allison, you said you have a ton of mosquito bites right now. I do. I have so many. And I don't, there was a mosquito in my studio. Oh, no. But then also, I sat outside talking to the salesman who I think is going to end up, might already be having children with my sister, even though she's married or, you know, insinuating his way into my life. I don't know. Um, well, you don't have to worry about that because you signed him over power. Of attorney, so that was sort it all out for you. Just, I, don't, it's a time I don't remember saver, doing it, but really. it, it makes sense that I did that. Yeah. So um, I don't know when it happened, but uh, the bites, but I do have a lot of them. I have one here. Mm. I'm holding up the uh, like the heel of my hand. I have mm. one here on my finger. I have them all over Oof. my leg. Uh, the trick is to make an X in it with your thumbnail. I've heard this. Yeah. Oh, really? How what does that? That, what does that do? Just let them know. Sort of. Here, here's where you got me. <laughs> <laughs> it's. Uh, I. I always assumed it was like you're sort of hurting yourself there so you're giving yourself the sensation of scratching it uh even when you're not scratching it mm. like you're putting a dent into it and you're sort of uh, mm. i mean maybe it's just a, a thing kids always said to do because it looked cool is it well, working out it. To- yeah but an x <laughs> i wasn't scratching my butthole <laughs> <laughs> I indulge in a mosquito by itching. Like I, mm, yeah. 
I'll just go for it. Yeah, I'll just go for it till I basically like rip the top layer of skin off. If I have have to. to. Yes, (laughs) exactly. (laughs) All right. Listen, guys. Take action today for a healthier tomorrow with Everly Well. Their at-home lab tests and vitamin supplements can help you get the knowledge and support you need so you can become a healthier you. Uh, Everly Well is digital healthcare designed for you, all at an affordable and transparent price. With over 30 at-home lab tests, you'll be able to choose the test that makes the most sense for you to get the answers you need, like the women's health test or food sensitivity test. Everly Well also has high-quality vitamins and supplements to support your overall health. Choose from a variety of options, including vitamin D3 and omega-3 fish oil. Here's how it works. Everly Well ships products straight to you with everything needed in one package. To take your at-home lab test, simply collect your sample and use the included prepaid shipping uh, label. I, okay, because we were talking about mosquito bites before, now I am extremely so itchy. You're so itchy. itchy. I've become oh. so itchy. And the Everly Well test I took was a food sensitivity test. I'm waiting for my, I just sent it off and I'm waiting for my results right now. But if they, if I had tested for mosquitoes, it would definitely come back and say, yes, you have a sensitivity to mosquito bites. Um, to take your at home lab test, simply collect your sample and use the included prepaid shipping label to mail your test back to a certified lab. Your physician re- reviewed, re- your physician reviewed results get sent to your phone or device in just days and you can share the results with your primary care physician to help guide next steps if you ordered vitamins and supplements you can start adding them to your daily routine right away i did i ordered vitamin d gummies and they uh taste very good and uh it makes it easy to to take vitamin d because i I definitely need that it's so simple over 1 million people have trusted everly well to support their health and wellness goals and you should too um, and as I mentioned, I did the food sensitivity test, but I know that, um, Everly Well also has like women's fertility hormone. They have lots of stuff, but one of the things that always piques my interest is like these, uh, you know, women's hormone tests that I wish had been around, uh, when I was starting to do IVF and things. There's lots of, lots of, uh, tests they have that, that I'm always like, oh, I wish. I wish that I could have done that way back when. Um, and for listeners of the show, Everly Well is offering a special discount of 20% off an at-home lab test at everlywell.com slash Allison. That's everlywell.com slash Allison for 20% off your next at-home lab test. Everlywell.com slash Allison. Okay. Um, I think it is time to say hello and welcome to new patrons. And then let's do some Just Me or Everyone but reminder, I'm on Patreon. Patreon. <laughs> Patreon.com slash Allison Rosen. Allison wants to say thank you to a couple of special people out there. Decided to be new patrons. Patreon.com slash Allison Rosen. Patreon. All right. Hello and welcome to Conrad Bowman. Or Bauman. I think it's Bowman. <clears throat> to Sa- Sarah Alexander, to Benedicta, who is asked subscribed to for an annual subscription, to Beth, to Debbie Cummings, to Michaela Finneran, she's at the texting level, to Mal, to Amy Morby, to David Dollar, who is also at the texting level, to Leanne Ward, who subscribed for an annual subscription, to Lloyd, who is at the texting level, and to Jessica Dunnigan. So again, if you're at the texting level, Posts should now be visible to you uh, with the phone number. Send a text to that. You'll get like an auto reply that'll show you how to sign up so that you can then text me. Uh, From then on, it will be me. If you don't see that number, just contact me and I will give it to you. 
Um, okay. Thank you again and welcome. Yay. Yay. What a oh. good group. All right. They are the best. All right. Let's do some just me or everyone. Sometimes I ponder on something I have thought or done. Is it just me or everyone? Skadoop doop. It's taboo. Just me or everyone. All right. Andrew, do you have one? Yeah. So this uh this might require your listeners Googling what the Backstreet Boys look like if they're not uh, already fans. But I was looking at a picture of them and I was wondering, is it just me? Or has Kevin always been the most handsome Backstreet Boy? Interesting. Good question. Interesting. Good. I am going to have to Google here. I yeah. Okay. All right. Kevin is the one. He had black hair. No, I know exactly who he is. Wonderful eyebrows. I just got to see who, which I got to see who the <laughs> other ones are. See, yeah, to so me, it, Kevin is like a little more manly than some of the others. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I got a thing for like the boyish ones. So, mm. um, okay. Yeah. I feel, I feel like Nick Carter right. tricked us all in the 90s sure. into thinking he was the most Wait, handsome. Describe the one Kevin that again. Jenna Which one's likes. Kevin? Kevin is he? Um, he oh, has more, dark eyebrows, oh, dark hair. Okay. His he, his facial features are like oh, a D and D dice. See, I see, I see, I see, I see. Okay, yeah, you're not wrong. Okay. Oh yeah, no. Kevin is pretty handsome. But he was he was never anyone's favorite. Right. And I was looking at a picture and I was like, why wasn't Kevin? Yeah. Ever the talk of the town. <laughs> yeah. Wait a minute. Please. So then who's the other mustachioed guy? AJ, maybe? He, he would rap sometimes. <laughs> that one. <laughs> sometimes yeah. wore a hat. Uh, gosh, you're or so... Howie. Right. Yeah. Kevin, I think, kind of just gets uh, lumped into mysterious. And you don't even address mm-hmm. his hotness. Yeah. No Poor one, Kevin. Okay. For the longest time, I had a dating profile that asked who... Is your favorite Backstreet Boy? And the two answers are always Nick Carter and Brian Luttrell. Mm. And, and no one ever said Kevin. Poor Kevin. He's not listening. Mm. Poor Kevin. Mm. Were, you, were you more like New Kids on the Block? Were you ever into boy bands? Me? Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, not. Okay. There was a summer <clears throat> where I was into New Kids on the Block and Britney Spears. And my sister and I oh. would sit on. <laughs> in the floor of her room and we listen to new kids and britney spears mm. and we play monopoly a couple wait cool were ga- they contemporary cool no but for no. some reason i associate i think i listened to cassettes of both of them that oh. summer um it's a good summer but uh but the, i normally didn't listen to to like to music like that um oh, okay but i'm gonna agree with you about kevin he didn't get his due Mm-mm. And by the way, Colt Cabana went to a Backstreet Boys concert and oh. told me that Kevin was his favorite. Really? What? Yeah. There you go. No way. Yeah. Oh my goodness. It. So Kevin is currently his favorite of the ones <laughs> He's still right now. doing it, Kevin. Yeah. Yeah. Kevin yeah. is finally getting his flowers. That's right. Yeah, it took a while. but Does he have finally. steely blue eyes? Because in the pictures it looked like he did. I'm not sure. I always... I always thought his face looked like. Uh, have you ever played Dungeons and Dragons? I haven't. Yes. yes. There's. They have like a nine sided dice, 
And his face reminds me of the dice yes. because it has so right. many planes and peaks. Mm-hmm. Very faceted. And, oh, oh <laughs> so I, I just, I just think it's time we give Kevin his due. You just want yeah. to roll his head. Yeah. <laughs> How do we do it? Just talk about it on the show. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. I think, I think it's, I think it's official now. Okay. I think it's official. Good. People across two different countries agree that Kevin is now the most handsome Backstreet Boy. Yeah. Yes. That'll be nice. He's going to appreciate that, I think. Do we attach a hashtag to this? Kevin, you had it all along? Yeah. Mm. Kevin, nine side did die face. It's you. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. People will have no question what that means. They'll know. Thank you. You're right. We should be, yeah, exactly. Make it general so people know what we're talking about. Okay. Renee, do you have one? I do have one. I am curious if... uh, if, if so, like you go out for a job, you don't get the job. Do does is it just me or everyone will go to cite the most like tiniest thing that you did? Like, well, I told that one friend about it, or well, I thought that one thought. Like, you'll come up with your own control over it. Do you do you outsource the reasoning because it, it had something to do with you? But it had nothing to do with the actual job interview. I'm taking the longest way around to this. Oh no, I know uh, what you mean. But you know what? Like so, so you, you the interview has has that interaction. But then you're going to blame the reason you didn't get it for this mystical thought that you thought, or friend that you mm-hmm. told, or whatever. Of, do you give it that reasoning? Hmm. Just me or everyone? Oh, yeah. yeah, I don't know. I mean, probably. But th- well, then again, though, it depends. Yeah. I don't think I actually do. I sound like my drop. I don't think I do that. I don't know why I've, I've decided to stretch it. Out. I don't think I do that. I think that sometimes I will come up with uh, untrue things, but but they're related to the actual interview. Got it. Okay. I don't think I attach it to like mystical things like things that. that like, yeah, probably not. Possibly right. Have right. To do with it. right. Okay. I don't think so. Yeah. Like so it. you mean like a magical thing like uh, I wore those socks? Yeah. And, or I said sure. something. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Oh, something I for something sure like do that. that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you do. Definitely. Yeah. Absolutely. It just gives you more control of the situation, right? You're just like, well, and mm-hmm. then I won't do that next time, so then it'll happen. Oh, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, do you mean like, like sometimes I'll throw a piece of paper into a garbage can and, and think like, if this goes in, oh yes, it means that this person is in love with me or whatever. Absolutely. Is it that sort of thing? Yeah. Is that, that is exactly. Yeah. 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 Precisely. I definitely do yeah. that. Well, that I <laughs> do sure. all the time. Okay. Yeah. Good. I do okay. that kind of stuff all the time. And then I also have a rule with myself with like, but with anything like that, like a magic eight ball, like I can't at no morbid questions. No. Mm. Like, or Agreed. with like, if this goes in, if this doesn't go in, so-and-so is going to die. Like, I won't, I won't yeah, sure. do that. Yeah. It's too scary. Never mess with that. Yeah. yeah. You're like, should I check out the dark web? <laughs> All signs point to no. yes. No, 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 no. Right. Jeff and I, Daniel, do you do that? Do you use anything arbitrary to justify actual practical things? Oh, I mean, I think I used to do it a lot when I was uh, oh, a no. teenager and stuff. I, fair. I, uh, I know I for my version of that is just like, uh, you know, I don't know, maybe I, I've sent an email and then I don't hear back for a while and I'm like, you know, oh, did I say that I word something the wrong way or, yeah. you know, or just second guessing or, or 
kind of always wondering if I've if I've done some if there's some like social norm that I didn't know about that I somehow fucked up. Right. You know, but I, the superstition <laughs> thing uh I don't know if I'm if that if that's exactly what you're saying, but I'm not I'm not I don't really do that. Yeah. And I also have awareness of like, this is ridiculous. But at the same time, my brain's like, I think it was specifically is if I told somebody that I'd interviewed for it. I was like, well, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. You told you got to keep it a secret. You got to hold it on for yourself. I have learned from sports (laughs) not to celebrate anything until Mm. it's done. Yeah. And by it, it, because so many times you go, it's a touchdown. And then they're calling it back because of holding or something. And it's like, so it's like, I, I'm just the type of person where it's like, nothing is anything until it's, it's like done until, until so, ten minutes after. Yeah, it's done. especially yeah. in in friggin' entertainment business where it's just like, mm-hmm. there's so many times when something's oh this looks like it's happening you want to tell people but it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, it, the, yeah. So, so that that'd be yeah that's sort of a superstition I just won't I won't celebrate until it's <laughs> time to celebrate. Are, that would have been. Are a you the part. same with birthday candle wishes, Renee? Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. less so. <laughs> if you tell someone lately, certainly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh God, you certainly can't tell anybody. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. But um, it's I will do. I asked the wrong way. <laughs> Just mm. like, well, I stumbled over my words in my head, so there goes that right. year's birthday wish. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> you had a typo in your email to God right. asking. <laughs> Her for the thing you wanted, and so, so it just ridiculous. Got thrown yeah, out. It's just, and it's fun to live in this brain of mine because, like, it will. I'll hold both things. I'm like, that is the dumbest thing I have ever thought, and it is true. It's so weird. <laughs> yeah. It's bananas. Yeah. yeah. When I don't I, think it's just you. Okay. No. Just when I was dating Daniel before it was like official, yeah. I think I didn't tell that many. I certainly didn't tell my mm. parents. Yeah. I didn't tell that many people, yeah. but I don't think it was. Because I, it was less that I didn't want to jinx it than just I. This is not normal. <laughs> I then just I didn't like it. I knew it was going well, and I didn't have a lot of questions. Like in 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 relationships where, that were confusing, right. I would have wanted to be like, "Could I bend your ear for a really miserable for you two and a half hours, where I recount <laughs> to you every single exchange with this person, yeah. and then make you reassure me that things are going okay?" And I didn't, I didn't need to do that, you know. Right. Right. But actually, like, but with my parents, though, I did know that, like. The minute I told them, then for some reason I would be more invested in it and like need it to work out, and that would make it like feel different. And I just kind of like wanted to protect it, yeah, in yeah. a way. So yeah. you uh, here's a million dollar idea I'm going to give away. Ooh. This is a new profession. I can see Renee. You can you can launch the agency where you hire okay. these people. Okay. This, is, this is your idea. Uh, early relationship doula. Yeah. That's so brilliant. When you're when you're when you're in the infancy of trying to get a relationship off the ground, if you if you've met someone and you're getting you're trying to read the tea leaves, Oof. you can't tell what's going on. Is this weird? Did I did this sound weird when I said this? What do they mean? Have a doula that's that so just good. that's all they do is that person's a millionaire within talk. the f- yeah. first hour. That's great. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Okay, yeah. well, so congratulations good. on it's your new home. <laughs> it's all your idea. Okay, okay you can- sure. <laughs> You you can give me some kickbacks okay, if it, it works it, out. But, uh, or you later. could just eat manicava. Right? Manicurva. What is it? 
Mina Kiva. Yeah, it meant marzipan. Marzakuva. Kazu Marzu. Whatever. Snuckulos. Kazoo. Kuzu Kava. Okay, I have one. Wait, does anyone else have it? Just me or everyone? Because I have one. I do. Okay, let's hear Jeff's. Just me or everyone. After these two previous topics, I sound a thousand years old with this one, but (laughs) just me or everyone. Do you have a shelf or an area in your closet that is just always an avalanche? No matter how much you <laughs> rearrange it or take everything out and try and clean it out, like that, like my my spice cap where I keep my spices, it's always an avalanche. And no matter what I do, it's like I'm an organizing guy, like, but it's always a train wreck. And I reach in there for the for the cumin, and then just everything falls out. And then I have a spot in my closet where I keep like my camping chairs, and I have shelves in there. But no matter how I arrange them, I mean, I'm talking. <laughs> Over 10 years for both of these trouble spots and a couple others. <laughs> you, you touch yeah. one thing and it's kaboom. You know, it's like a 70s comedy show. Just everything comes piling out. Just me <laughs> or everyone. <laughs> I mean, the problem is, oh, that's all of our shelves. But the problem with spices falling out is that that's like glass bottles falling out yeah. onto you. Yeah. And it's dangerous. So, yes, yeah. a thousand percent for us. But also other things are like uh, mo- many of our shelves are like that. We're just everything's precarious. So <laughs> I'll allow someone else who's sort of neat to weigh in. Yeah, I, I'm also a mess. And I also have angel- avalanches. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. absolutely. Andrew, yeah. you're oh, wait. No, you're not very neat either. Well, yeah, I like every sh- every closet, <laughs> every shelf uh, is an avalanche in my apartment. Yeah, I, yeah it's uh on the outside, it looks nice, but on the mm-hmm. inside, my apartment is a disaster. Yeah. It's like a candy right. apple. It looks nice <laughs> on the outside, but the inside is gross. Yeah. So a razor blade. Do we all have our <laughs> messies? Do we all have the pride of like when you put it back on the shelf and you get it to precariously stay no. and able to shut the door, you feel so proud of yourself? You're like, oh, yeah, you're like, oh, it's I done. did it. I really did yeah. it. Not Do thinking. you have spice racks in there? <clears throat> me yes jeff sorry i have i have a two-tiered lazy susan that i can put small bottles on Mm. or small containers and then that's the other problem with spices that some spice containers are a normal you know eight or six ounces and then other ones are gigantic Mm -hmm. and how do you accommodate all of these sizes i know you might have to like buy see tiktok would have all sorts of videos on tiktok this. would have answers yeah. you might have My to buy yeah stop cooking but <laughs> yes <laughs> that's could, what i've done you could buy uniform bottles and pour them in but that's like a whole project yeah. Yeah. i think the solution would be not that i'm going to do this anytime soon but to have a drawer where they are and you write the spice oh, on the top yeah. and then you access them all from the top looking down my my shelf is very high too so yes it's just, they they rain down on me in a comic fact. A spice drawer is a good idea. It's a good one. Yeah, I like that. That's idea. what I did. I, yeah, you got a spice drawer. Yeah, when I rearranged the spice racks, I I put in we had cabinets. I put in some racks, but then I put a bunch of the spices down below in a drawer. Smart, mm-hmm. smart, yeah, smart. Um, okay, <clears throat> unnoticed apparently by my wife, <laughs> but smart. Oh, I'll have to check that out. Well, at some point. yeah, I'm gonna ha- take a look. I, lo- I love the, I love it in theory. Um, just mirror everyone. It's ridiculous how much I hate getting up to get batteries to put in my keyboard or mouse, but I hate it for some reason. Oh yes. When my okay, Sorry. everyone's Sorry, yeah. with me. Yes. It, but like, it's 
out of proportion to what it actually takes to get up to get them. It's like you'd think that like I have to go get uh, a new kidney or something or a kidney <laughs> removed. It's like the worst thing that's ever happened to me is having to go get up to get batteries and I, I will put it off forever. Yeah. I don't know it's why. It's always batteries. It's not just like getting up to do small tasks. It's, it's, it's always, always batteries. It's for some reason, it's always having to. And, and then it, every mm. time I'm like, why don't I keep extra batteries at my desk? It's something, mm. it's like a self-loathing and having to get batteries and how frequently I have to get batteries and the fact that I always tell myself, just turn the mouse and turn the keyboard off when you're not at your desk. Mm. And I never, I leave them on. Yeah all the time yeah. and the even whole if you, thing even if you keep the batteries handy i still have this feeling yeah because i keep yeah. them in a drawer next to my desk but okay. just the fact that i have to stop what i'm doing yeah. with my device and you know take the batteries out of the keyboard i actually have a bluetooth keyboard but i got rid of it and got a usb keyboard oh. because it was driving me so insane to have to change <laughs> batteries which took all of uh, 20 seconds. Yeah, it doesn't take it just, very long. Yeah. But it it's, stops it the flow yep. of scrolling through TikTok. I've been thinking exactly. of, of switching back to Wired for this reason. Yeah. Yeah. No, I've, I've absolutely done that. Someone was telling me once, like, if you can make certain things 20 seconds shorter, you're more likely to do them in life. For example, like eating healthy. If you can make a sandwich 20 seconds faster or the ingredients are 20 seconds closer you're more likely to make that sandwich than order a pizza or something like that they went into the psychology of it all but i think it's mm. it's a very small amount of time that can annoy a person into not wanting to do something that is so yeah. suggesting allison's sprint to get these batteries <laughs> no, oh I, I thought i took it to mean that we should eat battery sandwiches uh, <laughs> sure okay. all good. right and does anyone uh need to tell anyone to go fuck themselves if you don't if you don't have something we don't have to force it but if you would like to get something off your chest we can i got one once one quick thing all right and it's uh toilet paper packaging oh i don't know first of all it should have a handle but that's not what i'm upset about it should have a handle and it should be easier to carry home from the grocery store yeah. but what bothers me about toilet paper packaging i don't know if it's like this in the states but here I, i'm always tricked into having it run out sooner than i thought it would because on the packaging it says 24 rolls yeah in huge letters but then in t tiny small print, it says uh, 12 double rolls mm -hmm. is actually, yeah. and then in huge letters, 24 rolls. Deceptive. Sick of it. It's a lie. Yeah. I'm sick of it. So, hey, uh, hey, toilet paper packaging. <laughs> hey, 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 go fuck yourself. Sometimes it'll be like six rolls. But because right. they're quadruple rolls, they won't even fit on your rolly thing. <laughs> when I carry a package of toilet paper, I plunge my thumb through the plastic yeah. and I carry it like that. And I find it wildly satisfying. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah I, I love poking a finger through the toilet paper packaging hole. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, is that uh, a universal thing? So satisfying. Yeah. Just me or it's, everyone. It's, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> do you, Andrew, do you have a car or is, are you a walking city? Uh, walking city. Yeah. It, Toronto is just subway and bus. Okay. Everywhere. Um, 
So I understand why you think it needs to have a handle. Because when I lived mm. in New York, I remember heading out and buying like a big old thing of toilet paper and then just right. carrying it home and being like, this is embarrassing. Oh, for sure. <laughs> you have to buy a second item mm -hmm. so that everyone right. isn't like, why are they buying just toilet paper? <laughs> yeah. But Do that item can't be something. Yeah. That item can't be like refried beans. <laughs> no. Yeah. Right. You know. Or butt well, wipes or something. I was like at, when you're at the cashier and they're swiping your stuff and they'll go, Oh yeah, you sure like bananas. Oh, this is good peanut butter. And then you wait to then you get to the toilet paper and I'm always waiting for them to go, So are you gonna be pooping? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got some wiping going, huh? huh? Yeah. This is good stuff. Um <laughs> You guys, this has been such a fun show. Thank you so much for joining. I would like to remind everyone to please make sure you're subscribed. Even if you don't like the show, just subscribe. What's the harm? Leave us a nice review. Oh, I sh we should have done iTunes comments of the week. We'll do that next week. Um, leave us a nice review. Click five stars. Tell your friends. Uh, follow me on social media at Allison Rosen on Twitter and Instagram. I'm also on TikTok. I forget my TikTok name. I think it's the, it's the Allison Rosen and my avatar is Wendy, my dog. Um, I'll switch it to my face one of these days and, uh, listen to my other podcast, Childish and Upwardly Weekly. Uh, also I'm on Cameo. I already mentioned Patreon. Um, and Patreon. Uh, Monday episode this week was Mary Holland. She is delightful. Uh, the video for that is at youtube.com slash Allison Rosen. And Andrew, <laughs> where might we find you? What should we look out for? Uh, if you have Amazon Prime Video or uh, if you have Amazon Prime Video, check out season three of Miss Persona. It's a show I worked on, wrote, direct, did some producing on it as well. If you have kids, I think you might like it. Miss Persona. Check Wonderful. It out. Uh, and and uh what about your Twitter and your social media and all that? Yeah, you can follow me on Twitter, uh, Andrew Hunt 311, like the band, at Andrew Hunt 311. I'll see you there. Great. And Renee? Uh, yeah, I've got yeah, shows, shows coming out at some point, but I can't talk about it, so why bother you with that? <laughs> yeah, on TikTok. I am just talking to myself. So I think, I guess that, if you want to watch a middle-aged woman do. learn her way through TikTok, I do. Uh, get on in there. Uh, Renee Colvert, like Dole Flirt. Uh, <laughs> easy to find. <laughs> Wonderful. Daniel? Oh, you can follow me at Twitter and Instagram at Daniel Quants. And that's it. D Quants on the snappy. Oh, God. <laughs> That's it. I mean, I'm on TikTok, but I don't do anything on TikTok. So. Great. And Jeff? You can find me on Twitter at Colonel Jeff Fox. Guys, this was so much fun. Thank you, listeners. Thank you for listening. I love you. You matter. Goodbye. Hey, do you know about the Allison Rosen Show? 